0: Hello. Thank you for downloading this episode of Healthish. I hope you're having a great day. This is the podcast from Body and Soul. My name is Felicity Harley. Today, the delightful Emma Power joins me via Zoom from Geelong in Victoria. She's a relationships educator, a speaker and author of the new book called When Love Goes South. Now, she's going to tell you why your relationship might be starving. Yes, apparently after the pandemic, many relationships are starving full stop. Anyway, she's going to tell us how to fill up that relationship cup. Now, if you like what you hear at the end of this episode, Emma is also up on Extra Healthy-ish talking about how to navigate conflict in relationships. Oh, we all need that one, don't we? Search for that episode wherever you get your podcasts. Emma, congratulations on your new book and thanks for joining us on Healthyish today. Thank you so much for having me. Now, in the beginning of your book, you write that, and I quote here, a lack of self-awareness is one of the greatest causes of conflict in a relationship. This line really struck me. Can you talk us through this and perhaps give us some tips on how we can increase our self-awareness?
1: Absolutely. So, One of the reasons why I say this is that the way that most of us relate is that we're running on like a a subconscious operating system. So we're responding to our present from the past based on, for example, like old triggers, old patterns, our defences, our ego, uh, the model of relating that we receive from our parents. You know, it's all automatic. It's like we're blindly responding. So what happens is that as we start to grow in self-awareness, you start to see a little more clearly. So it's like you, it's like you develop an ability to witness yourself. You create a little bit of space between how you feel or your emotions or your responses. You create some space, and you're able to observe yourself. You're able to question yourself. You're able to question, oh, you know, oh, maybe, for example, maybe I'm feeling like this because it's a trigger for my past, so that's why I'm feeling so much emotion around this issue. And what starts to happen is you become so much safer, a much more safer person to relate to because you're not just holding on to things for ego's sake or for the emotion around an issue. You're able to let the ego relax a little and it opens up a more authentic dialogue. You're able to see more clearly. You're able to reflect on yourself as well as this situation at hand.
0: It's really is a matter of just stepping outside of yourself and looking back on yourself and thinking, hang on, why am I reacting like this? Isn't it? Which takes yeah. practice.
1: Absolutely. And so many of us, I like to call it witness awareness. It's the ability to witness, aha, uh-huh, like, oh, I did this last time, or I did this in my last relationship, or, oh, that happened when I was younger. And maybe that creates a stronger trigger for me around a situation like this. And when you can do that you're not just you're not just blindly or automatically responding, you just create a little bit of, of distance and you're able to witness yourself. And it's not necessarily about trying to change that in the moment. it's just you start off by just observing aha uh-huh, like oh, that's how I did this last time or you might notice that your tone of voice has has shifted or changed. And it's about, I guess, when you start to observe your own unconscious behavior, that's when your unconscious behavior has become conscious yeah. because you're able to. It.
0: Does that make sense? Absolutely makes sense. What if, what if you know, we, we're working on awareness, we're becoming more aware of how we react to certain things. What if our partner lacks self-awareness? How do we deal with this? I mean, is this a deal breaker? How can we encourage them to be more self-aware?
1: Yeah, this can be, this can be challenging. But I guess it's important to remind ourselves that growing in self-awareness, so becoming more aware of ourselves is a process. Yeah. And we don't all do it at the exact same time. So think about if you had like a classroom of kids, they're all going to learn at different yeah. rates, right? And one of the one of the great things about relationships is it does offer us a really beautiful opportunity for growth because our relationships are really, really often confronting. Um, so many of my clients have been in this position where one of them is the one that started the work, or started the journey, or started to grow in an awareness, and the other didn't. But just because the other person isn't, doesn't mean they won't eventually get there. So it's important to allow a little space for that and a little bit of grace for that. Yeah. Uh, and it's not necessarily a deal breaker. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a deal. It can be a deal breaker if, for example, the relationship is in really bad shape. And the other person is just refusing to show up in any way, right? So we can influence each other in our relationship. If you're growing in self-awareness, maybe you'll start to communicate in a different way, or you'll show up in a different way, and that can influence the other person. Yeah, that create- can
0: influence how they respond.
1: That's right. It's gonna if you you're doing the work, it's going to create change. But if that other person is refusing to have to be influenced in any way, or to grow in any way, or to show up in any way. It it may be a deal breaker for sure.
0: Yeah. But just,
1: yeah, they they aren't necessarily at the same level doesn't mean it's a write-off.
0: Yeah, I like that. Good advice. Now, the other thing that got me, that struck me about your book is you say most of our relationships are starving. Now, we had a quick talk about this before we press record, that we've had so much going on, especially, you know, around Australia. We've had the bushfires, the pandemic, we've got the war, we've got floods. Why, I mean, it's no surprise so many relationships are starving because our energies are going other places. Can you explain this and how do we go about filling them up?
1: Sure. So first of all, I'd say that absolutely, over the last few years, our relationships have just been put in a pressure cooker. You know, So there's definitely, if you've been feeling uh, an extra layer of tension in your relationships or more conflict than you usually have, then that's really normal. That's really standard. It's one of the reasons that my I've written my books in this time. Um, and also if there were issues in the relationship beforehand, this current climate is definitely shining a magnifying glass on, on those things. So definitely this current climate is creating more tension. But I would also go to on to say that I feel like most of our relationships have been starving even before this difficult time. This difficult time has amplified it. Right. Because here's the thing. We are all born into this world with this innate deep desire for connection and for love that comes naturally. We need it like food and water. We're just born into this world with that. However, we're not necessarily born into this world with the skill or knowledge of how to do that well. So just like a, a baby needs to learn, learn to, to walk and to talk, we we need to grow and learn the skill of relating. And as we grow and as our relationships become more complex, so many of us are stunted in our growth. We haven't learned the skill of how to navigate that complexity. And so many of us, even before this difficult time, so many of us were experiencing or experienced a disparity between the significance of our relationships and the actual experience we're having of them. So we'll often say our relationships are the most important thing in our life, but we're not necessarily doing a great job of them yeah I see so many relationships on the brink or breaking down or falling apart completely and what I'll say is that rarely do I see a relationship break up because of a lack of love okay rarely are our relationships falling apart due to a lack of love it's most most often it's due to a lack of skill and this is you know this is a personal experience for me this happened to me in my 20s I went through this incredibly traumatic heartbreak. It was just absolutely awful. And I was standing amongst the, the shattered pieces oh. of this relationship. And I was so confused because there was so so this relationship had so much love, but it didn't work. And that that pain actually very much propelled me to do this work. It informed um it was the impulse for diving deep. I just said there's got to be another way. We can't love each other so deeply. And you see that in parent-child relationships, so many family relationships aren't doing so well but the, the love is there um, and so very much what my work is and what these books are about my first and my second book is a, it's about interceding our experience in life yeah and and offering those skills so that we can we can do a better job of it um
0: it's really yeah. about upskilling Emma isn't it thank you so much for coming on Ish. thank you for having me If you want to read more about the self-awareness thing in a relationship or you want some helpful really effective tips to help navigate conflict make sure you grab emma's book it is called when love goes south a guide to help you turn conflict around emma is also up on extra healthish don't forget that that app is live now if you want more from us at body and soul you can jump on our website jump on our social media instagram or facebook or we are on youtube just google body and soul tv and you'll find that one thanks again for listening to my chat with emma and if you have a moment we'd be so grateful if you could rate review and subscribe to this podcast And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish.